Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another session of Knowing Jesus, a program where we study the daily devotionals from Holiness Revival Movement. My name is Priscilla Kyode. Let us just bow down our heads for a word of prayer this morning. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We worship you for another time in your presence. We honor you. There is no one like you. As we study your word, we pray for deep insight, for revelation knowledge. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord God, we pray for your hands upon every one of us, your blessings upon each and every one of us, whatsoever our needs are, whatsoever, Lord God, that is troubling our mind. Father, we pray for we we pray for peace, peace to calm down everyone that is listening to me, every of my viewer, every of my listener. Lord God, I pray for the peace of God that passes on understanding to keep their heart calm, to keep their mind calm in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord God, I pray, oh God, that you come true for everyone, depend whatever their needs, whatever job, whatever business, whatever, whatever their needs, our family. Lord God, I pray that you come true, that you step right in and bring calm to that trouble see in jesus name we pray amen praise the lord this morning we are going to be looking at a very very top quick topic said living in love among brethren living in love uh, among brethren i'm just going to sing a song i know he loves me better whatsoever may be i will follow him i will follow him I know he loves me better, whatsoever may be, I will follow him. And our text is First John chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. But as usual, I like, love to read from, um, I would like to read from the from verses um one it says beloved believe not every spirit but try the spirits whether they are of god because many false prophets are gone out into the world and it says yeah by no year the spirit of god every spirit that confesses that jesus is christ jesus christ is come in the flesh is of god and every spirit that confesses not that jesus christ is come in the flesh is not of god and this is that spirit of antichrist whereof ye have known heard that it should come and even now already is in the world yeah of god little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world they are of the world therefore speak they of the world and the world um heareth them but we are of god he that knoweth god heareth us he that is not of god heareth not us hereby will we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error then verses 7 and 8 says beloved let us love one another for love is of god and everyone that loveth is born of god and knoweth god he that loveth not knoweth not god for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God towards us because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. We are in his love, not that we loved God, but he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us because he had given us of his spirit. Amen. And if we continue reading, we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in him. Praise the Lord. And then in verse 18, it says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear because fear had torment he that feareth is not made perfect enough we love him because he first loved 
us. If a man say, I love God and hated his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he had seen, how can he love God whom he had not seen? And this commandment have we from him that he who loveth God love his brother also. Praise the Lord. So there are key things I'm going to take out from that chapter. Remember, we're talking this morning about living in love among brethren. He tells us from the beginning that beloved let us love one another let us love one another and this is also in line with the, the commandment that the lord gave remember in luke 10 the, the bible said that the disciples they asked the lord somebody came to ask the lord what is the greatest commandment and he said that so and he said love the lord thy god with all your heart with all your soul and with all your mind and then you love your neighbor as yourself and then john the apostle of love is telling us beloved let us love one another for Love is of God, and everyone that loveth God is born of God. So if you say you are a believer, you have given your life to Christ, there should be no hate in you. You shouldn't be hating anyone. You shouldn't be disliking anyone. You should love everyone, because that is the commandment. The Bible says that he that is born of God, love it love it so if you are born of god you are now is the bible says you are you now you must love he said he said no thereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us you know the bible has already told us in john chapter 15 that like let's have a look at john look at john chapter 15 when the bible is talking about being all being the the the, the, the branches that our god is the true vine I am the true one, and my father is the husbandman. Jesus speaking, every branch he made that beareth no fruit, he take it away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purchased it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken. And then in verse 7, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. If ye abide in me, if ye abide in me, so coming into Christ is abiding in Christ. Reading God's His Word is abiding in Christ. Praying is abiding in Christ. Surrendering your life to Christ is abiding in Christ. And the Bible says, "Hereby know we that we dwell in Him, that we are abiding." So when you abide in Christ, love should naturally flow from you, because Christ is love. He came to this world because of love. And that was what he said in this same first John 4 that for hearing his love, not that we love God, but that God loved us first and sent his son to be a perpetration for our sin. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. And the body of Christ, there must be love. No tearing down, no bringing down, no, no insulting, no whatever. There must be love. That does not mean that you will not you will not advise you will not caution you will not warn you must still warn if you have a child and you refuse to beat the child when the child does anything you are not you are, you are not you know delight does not mean that you love him. oh i love him so much and i don't want to touch him i love her so much i don't want to beat her when you can clearly see that they are being naughty the bible says naughty is in the heart of a child and the rod of correction will drive it away so if you love your child you love your daughter your son or your daughter you must correct them so also even in the Christian fold, if we say we love one another, we must still correct. So because people use that say, oh, you are judging. No, it's not judging. There's a difference between judging. I don't have a right to judge you that you will go to hell. I cannot say you go to hell. Like I can say, but these things that you are doing will lead us, lead people to hell. You know, backbiting leads people to hell. Lying leads people to hell. Stealing leads people to hell. Adultery and fornication leads people to hell. You know, loving the world leads people to hell. The Bible says the loss of the heart, the loss of the flesh, and the pride of life. Any man that loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 
And yet John is saying that as we say, as we love for us to love, as we love the Father, if we say we love the Father, we must also love our brethren. He tells us that if a man say in verse 20, if a man say I love God and hated his brother, he is a liar. He is a liar. God says we must love that your brother, that your sister. We must love. We've seen cases whereby people are backbiting, are, are really angry with people or are pulling them down on the side. But when they come in front of them, they pretend as if they love. You are not deceiving your, You are not deceiving them. You are only deceiving yourself, because the the one that judges all and sees see all, the one that judges all, that will on the last day determine whether you will enter heaven or hell, sees what you are doing. You are not hiding it from God. You cannot. No, you cannot hide anything from God. You know. So there's no. If you pretend before your brethren that you love them, and then whereas you hate them, then. You are only deceiving yourself. If you find out that you feel as if you have problems, issues with loving someone, you go back to God and say, Lord, please, I want to love you. What's that you love? Please, why am I angry with this brother? Why am I angry with this sister? Why do I just don't like them? Or oh, I feel this certain way. I don't know what is happening. Lord, please remove this. This is not good. This is not of God. Remove every spirit of hatred, every spirit of anger, every spirit of wrath, every spirit of dislike from me and fill my heart with the spirit of love. Ask the Lord, Lord, put my heart, my heart, my spirit of love. Something is wrong somewhere. You know, I have to check myself. You have to start checking from yourself. Am I walking in right tandem with God? Am I still in Christ even? Because the Bible says that if you say you are now in Christ, when you are in Christ, you must love. When you are in Christ, you must love. Say, no man had seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us and his love is perfected in us. So if you find out that you are hating someone or you are disliking someone, go back to God. Say, am I dwelling in God? What does it mean to dwell in God? John chapter 15 has already told us, if ye abide in me and my word abide in you. So dwelling in God is allowing the words of the Lord of God to abide in you. Allowing God's word to abide in you. Allowing God's word to abide in you. Praise the Lord. Say, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Abide in the Lord. Abiding in the Lord. You must abide in him for the love of God to be perfected in you. He said, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear are torment. He that feareth not is made perfect in love. Fear, he said, Fear had torment. Yes, fear had torment. He said, but there, but there is no fear in love. So if you are someone that you find out that you are afraid always, there is a problem. Because you know the fearful will not make heaven. He said, but the fearful and the unbelieving, they will not enter the kingdom of God. So if you say you are a born again Christian and you are fearful, something is wrong with your Christianity. Because the Bible says that he that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He said, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome the world. So why should there be fear, fear in you? You should not be afraid of any man. You should not be afraid of anything. There should not be any fear in you. He said, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casted out fear. Perfect love casted out fear because fear had torment. He that feared is not made is not made perfect in love. So if there is fear in you, go back to God as well. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So that you say that of power, of love, and of a sound mind. If you have Christ in you and you are abiding in Him, 
the words of the Lord should have made you, but the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing of the word of God. When you continue to soak yourself in the word of God, it continues to build you up. It continues to remind yourself. When fear is coming, you remind yourself. Psalm 91, what did the Bible say? He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, and I will say of the Lord, is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. When fear comes, go back to Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my, and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies, they came up to eat up my flesh. What they do they do? They stumble and fell. Do an oath should they come against me? I will not fear. Why should you fear? Fear is not of God. The Bible tells us repeatedly, do not fear. Someone said 365 times, the Bible says, do not fear. So there is a do not fear for every day of your life. Fear anyone that fear is not made perfected in love. Because fear is not of God. Remember this morning we are talking about living in love among brethren. You are a child of God. You are a believer. You must love your brother. Not only those that you call brothers and sisters, your brethren in church. You love everyone. Love the Muslim down the road. Love the Hindu down the road. Love the, everyone you must love and you must treat everyone with, with kindness and compassion. And every opportunity you have with those ones that are not believers, you can tell them about the word of God. The Bible says you must spread the word of God. You must speak the word of God. In first chapter 3, it says, behold, behold, what manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knew it was not because it knew him not. We are the church. So if God loves us so much and he called us his son, he called us his son. And he has prepared a place for us, a place where we will be with him. In verse 2, he said, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that had this hope in him purified himself, even as he is pure. So if you have the hope of spending eternity with Christ, you will purify your mind, you will purify your soul, you will purify your heart, you will ensure that there is no fear in it, you will ensure that there is no, there is no hatred in your heart, there is no place for hatred. There are times that I've had issues in my heart as a God. Why do I feel this way anytime this particular person comes up? Anytime I see this person, I went to God, say, God, please help me. I don't want to feel this way. You always say that you love as you, you should do without any, any condition. Father, Lord God, put in me unconditional love. I don't want to see a positive thing before I love. I must love without seeing a positive thing. Lord, put in me unconditional love. I want to love everyone, my brothers, my sisters, my brethren, my community, everyone in my, everyone that I see. Lord, put in me unconditional love. And that is what you should look for. Unconditional love towards your spouse. Somebody was telling me, how can I love her because when she's not submissive? What do you mean? She doesn't have to be submissive for you to love your wife. The Bible says, love your wife. Say, but he says, submissive, submissive, wife, submissive. Yes, he said, wife, you do your part and let her, if she does not do her part, then God will judge her. You do your part of loving your wife. Whether she is submissive or she is not submissive, it does not matter. You do your part, love your wife. You do your part, love your wife. And then God will cause her to submit to you. You know, so it's not whether she she, she she loves me first or she doesn't she does not submit first, so I cannot love her. No, do your part. The Bible says love your brothers and your sisters. Oh, that brother hates me, that sister hates me, that woman doesn't want to see me. Love them. Jesus says, Love. He said that is where love is perfected. Because you are in Christ and you abide in God, you must love because he loves. 
Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God and everyone that loveth is born of God. Are you born of God? Love love your God and love your neighbors. Are you born of God? He that loveth not knoweth not God. Do you know God? Love everyone. Do you know God? Love everyone. If you claim that you are a child of God, you, will, you, will, you will love everyone. The alternative of not being born of God is being born of the of, of, of sin. In 1 John 3, he said, For whosoever is born of God does not commit sin, for his seed remained in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. So if you are not born of God and you do not love, that means you are not born of God. That means you are born of sin. You are born of sin. That means there is still sin is in you. It tells us not to be like Cain, who was out of wicked one and slew his brother. And wherefore did this slew? Why did this slew him? Because his own works were evil and his brother's works were righteous. Do not be like Cain. Do not be like Cain. Do not be like those ones that says I cannot be friends. You know, I heard people say, "Oh, I, I mean, uh, I'm not. I can never be. Yeah, I know. I've forgiven. I've forgotten. But I don't want ever to. You know, I don't want to have anything to do with the person. Are you sure you have really forgiven and forgotten? When you forgive and forget, forgetting means that it never happened. So whatever propelled you to get me to that position where you say I don't want to have anything to do with him or her did not happen. So it should be as before. You understand? Yes, guard your heart. Definitely guard your heart. The Bible says we should guard our heart with all diligence out of it are the issues of life. Please guard your heart, guard your mind, guard your your your, your thinking. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we've spoken about love that we must love God, we must love our brethren. Anyone that says they are born of God must love. Anyone says that they are Christians must love. Anyone that says I am I I am I love God must love. The foundation, and if you say you love God, you must love your brothers and sisters. You cannot say, I love God, and and, uh, and you hate your brothers and sisters. This morning, let us begin to pray. Let us begin to say, Lord God, every anger, hatred in me towards any man, any woman, Lord, remove it. Father, uproot from my heart every uneasy feeling I feel towards somebody. A dislike, feeling of dislike, feeling of hatred towards someone. Father, please remove in my heart, Lord God, and put love in my heart. Lord, remove every feeling of dislike, every feeling of hatred, every feeling of anger. Lord, remove from my heart and put in me the spirit of love. Father, I pray for love. Fill my heart with love. Fill my heart with compassion. That same love that you have for man that you made you to come and die for us on the cross of Calvary. Lord God, fill my heart with love and compassion. Fill the heart of my viewers and my listeners with love and compassion. Father, fill our hearts, oh God. Let us begin to ask God to fill our heart with love. Lord, your word says we cannot say we love you if we hate our brothers and sisters. Father, Lord God, every root of hatred, root of dislike that I have towards any man, any woman, any boy, Lord God, uproot it from my heart. Fill my heart with love fill my heart with love lord fill my heart with love i want to love i want to love my brothers i want to love my sisters i want to love oh god father lord god unconditional love father lord god fill my heart with love in jesus name we pray amen our dear heavenly father we thank you we worship you for another time in your presence we glorify your name because you are god you are the reason god you are the i am that i am ancient of days we bow before you this morning father we pray oh god for that you fill our heart with love any one of us oh god my viewers my listeners that are having problems with loving their brothers or their sisters lord god i pray oh god that you fill their heart with love 
put love and compassion in their hearts, oh God, take away every root of bitterness, every root of hatred, every root of anger, every root of wrath in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help us to see every situation from the angle of the other person. Father, Lord God, we pray that you help us to love. Help us to love indeed. Help us to love in action. Help us not to love in words only, but also to love in our action. Lord, to you be glory, honor in Jesus' name. We have prayed. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. Hallelujah. Amen. Today is the 22nd of um, Ju- July. I would like to remind you that we normally have our prayer last three days, 29, 30, uh, 30th, uh, 31st of this month for the Million Souls for Christ praying program that comes up at the end of, uh, ne- in one week's time, I think next week, next week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I think is the so, uh, Million Souls for Christ praying program. And we are going to be starting another program. We are going to be doing another round of praying for marriages, praying for those that are seeking for jobs and employment, praying for those that are speaking for spouses, praying for those that are doing exams. We're going to stand in another round of praying, seven weeks of praying every week for praying for people that are in need for God to intervene in their lives and bring peace, bring calm, bring success, bring fruitfulness to their lives. In Jesus' name, I will announce that shortly when we are going to be doing that. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Let us share the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye.